It's time for the OSAA Podcast, providing you with an in-depth look at the Oregon School Activities Association. Here is your host, Chad Dewing. Good afternoon, my friends. This is the OSAA Today Podcast, September 16th, as uh, we are winding down on summertime, getting ready for the fall. And I'm joined by, of course, the Executive Director of the OSAA. It's Peter Weber. Peter, good afternoon. It's great to talk with you again. Hey, good to talk with you too, Chad. Well, no, you got it. It's exciting. And I'll tell you what else is exciting. The uh, season is rolling fall sports and you've got a lot of different people participating across the state. Uh, How exciting is that for you guys? That's great. No, it's been wonderful here these last few weeks with, you know, cross country and and soccer and volleyball and and football as well, getting back out there and uh, kids around the state having, having another opportunity to, to participate and, uh, we're hearing, you know, wonderful things from around the state uh, about uh, about kids being out there and playing and you know interacting with their with their teammates and their opponents and coaches and it's uh, it's great to it's great to see. Yeah, there's no doubt. I I have a lot of friends, parents who are just excited to have uh, the fall sports back and of course Friday night lights with football, which is terrific. Now, I would like to think that everything's just going incredibly smooth with no issues, but I'll ask you, what type of challenges have you faced so far? or different schools across the state face now that fall sports are back on? Yeah, you know, there, there are definitely challenges out there. I was talking to, to somebody earlier in the week, you know, as, as difficult as it was going through last year with kind of getting into the pandemic as we, as we look to hopefully get out of it, there's, there's certainly challenges that come with it. Um, you know, we've seen some, some teams have to shut their programs down uh, for a period of time with quarantines, um, you know, due to, due to COVID. Uh, we're seeing some of that in, in, in schools as well, and I think schools are doing a great job of working with their county public health to uh, to mitigate that and to and to work through that when those instances come up. Um, you know, certainly hasn't been rampant or anything, but we've seen a few a few instances around the state of that, and that impacts uh, you know schedules and adjustments and and, and things like that. Um, you know, so we've we've seen some of that happen. Obviously, we've had some some air quality issues as well in some parts of the state, uh, specifically Southern and central and Eastern Oregon. Um, And that causes issues for uh, games having to be adjusted to make sure that it's, you know, healthy and safe for people to be able to participate. So both of those things, you know, and then when you, when you add in, uh, we do still have a a shortage of officials, um, which, which has caused some contests to be adjusted. I mean, you mentioned Friday night lights before we've had a number of football games have to get moved to, either Friday afternoon, sometimes Thursdays or Saturdays in order to make sure that we have enough officials to cover them. So I think, you know, all of those things combined represent some challenges. Again, we're focused on being able to provide those opportunities uh, for students and, and working through the challenges as they come up. But certainly our, our athletic directors, coaches, officials, they're all just doing great work and trying to come up with solutions in those instances and provide those opportunities for kids. All right, Peter, we'll focus on officials and the need for them in just a moment because it's a critical need and uh, we want to encourage people to participate and volunteer if they've got the time to be able to do so in the interest. I wanted to ask about the calendar now that fall sports are on. uh, What's the plan um, for the state when it comes to state championships? Yeah, so we're focused on on providing state championships this fall. Uh, again, we just met with our executive board uh, actually earlier this week and, and had some conversations around that, around some of the challenges you know the schools are facing and so forth. But 
um, focused on, on having those, you know, probably will look a little bit different in some instances. We're working and have been in conversations with our venues. Uh, you know, what do those things look like in terms of maybe some schedule adjustments, uh, whether that's, you know, shifting games so they're further apart, um, you know, potentially, uh, you know, more playoff rounds at a, at a school, uh, host school site. Uh, again, as we look for ways to to mitigate uh, and make sure things are safe as we get to these venues. So uh, a bunch of those things are, are being discussed. We'll meet with our board again here in a couple of weeks and and figure out where we need to go in order to provide those those state championships experiences, you know, in a safe manner. You're listening to the OSAA Today podcast. I am the host, Chad Doing. I'm with the executive director of the OSAA, Peter Weber, as uh, we're getting ready for another exciting weekend of high school sports here in the state of Oregon. Uh, Peter, um, I, I think it's important for people to understand this, the, the need for officials. So before we get to how someone can volunteer, explain why there is such a great need for officials in a variety of different sports um, for high schools in the state of Oregon right now. Yeah, so we've seen, Chad, over the past 10 years or so, we've seen kind of a slow, uh, steady decline in the numbers of officials Um you know, and as we got into the pandemic and are working our way through that, that decline has, has increased in some areas. So our numbers are down. Um, what that translates to is just uh, that there's not always officials to cover the games. And so in some cases, the games, you know, get adjusted or shifted. The, the schedules have to change. Sometimes the sites have to change. And then, unfortunately, in some cases, the games actually get canceled because there's not enough officials to cover them. So our, our officials associations, the commissioners and assigners that, that, you know, put officials out there, they're, they're working as hard as they can to, to, to find people and, and to get those games assigned and covered. Um, and we just, we just need to have more people, uh, something that we've been pushing the last few months. Uh, we're going to continue to push. Obviously right now the focus is on fall sports with our football, volleyball, and soccer. Um, but it won't be too long before wrestling and, and basketball, uh, you know, get started here for the winter. And then, and then baseball and softball in the spring. So plenty of opportunities for people. If they visit osaa.org slash officials, um, they can get all the information they want, um, register at that point, and we can get them set up with a local association and get them involved uh, in, in terms of being an official. It's a, it's a great way to, to, to stay involved, to, to be around a sport that you love, to, to get some good exercise, and, and, and you get paid as well. So there's a lot of benefits to it, and we're just encouraging people that are interested to, to reach out, to visit the website, again, osaa.org slash officials, and, uh, and hopefully get registered and signed up. All right, I'm looking at this graphic from your website, which is astonishing. So if you go back a few years, 2017, 2018, um, there were over 3,500 officials uh, involved in the uh, high school sports in the state of Oregon. Um, currently, uh, that number has dropped to just 2,500 officials, just over 2,500, with 295 member schools, 7,762 teams, and a total of 38,651 contests. And the number of officials right now is just at 2,552, a drop of 3,000 officials in just a few years. That is astonishing. Yeah, it's been it, it. There's been a decline, obviously, and and again, there's there's areas of the state where we're we're doing okay, uh, but there's a number of areas where th- there's just simply not enough people to cover the games. And I guess as we talk about it, you know, with our schools, 
Uh, everybody's worked so hard, you know, to try and get these uh, participation opportunities back in place for students, the, the students themselves, the coaches, the ADs, certainly the officials, parents, communities, everybody trying to get them back. And the last thing anybody wants to see is, is you know, those games not able to be played because there's just not enough enough people to uh, to officiate them. So, again, we just encourage people who are interested to, to visit the website, osaa.org slash officials, and uh, take a look, get registered, and we'll get you out there. All right, Peter, what's next on the agenda for you and your crew? Yeah, as we're, you know, moving forward, shifting our focus, obviously, you know, as we talked about before, to this kind of the state championship events. We're making sure working with schools throughout here uh, the regular season, um, working with officials, associations, and, 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 and ADs and coaches and getting the games played, and then focused on, uh, being able to provide those state championship opportunities. So, as I mentioned, um, you know, working with our, our venues, working with our uh, event staff and personnel and, and getting those things squared away so that we can uh, provide those uh, opportunities come, come later this fall. All right, Peter. As always, I appreciate the conversation, and I look forward to talking with you again here in a couple of weeks. Sounds great. Thanks, Chad.